Loveverses and this is my podcast. And this is my podcast. That was smooth. And this is my podcast today. Guys, in other words, you're an emotionally unavailable, life-floating piece of <laughs> I literally don't know why I'm laughing there. What the heck? I mean, Do you know how many people listen to this? They are missing a once in a lifetime of one and move to Brazil and become an exotic dancer. The point is we deserve someone who knows how to love us. And this is my podcast. Your podcast, our podcast, the podcast, and welcome back to the LFFD series. Oh my god, I cannot even begin to explain the amount of love me and you to have gotten from the last episode is tremendous i love you all oh my god i cannot even i got an email i was so excited thank you for the feedbacks the dms the messages the emails oh my god it was, i've got it and i was like oh my god these people are going to blow me up and i'm here for it honestly blow me up let me let me make it in life honestly <laughs> that is just it but it is so unbelievable and i'm so so thank grateful honestly and i love you to bits anyways without any further ado i would like to dive into today today we have i did my downfall it's story time so we all know i think we i think do we all know but i think i am a little bit blunt not a little bit i, I think i'm blunt i don't mind saying things I don't mind saying things like, especially in this podcast, people be like can't believe you can share that part of you like that. I I, I can I can say it I can say it because I don't care about it anymore because I don't have any attachments to it honestly. So I I think that is yeah I can share a little bit of my dirty secrets with you, but that's because I feel I've been bamboozled. I've been <laughs> I've been bamboozled a lot in life like. Like, life has shown me shaggy, to be very, very honest. So, now I'm like, you know what, what the heck? Because I've been embarrassed, I've been dragged, I've been ridiculed. No, no, I've not been ridiculed, now. I mean, I don't take it that seriously. But, like, not like, and, and I've not been, like, you know, like, embarrassed, embarrassed. Like, you know, dragged, kind of embarrassed. Like, somebody would say my secrets, open my yash in public. No, but, like, but like I, I think I do, I do the most stupidest shit. And sometimes, I don't get caught, but, like, sometimes it it's not the most public thing to do you know so and I, and i do that but you know i can you know i i see all i can say is i can say with my chest with full certainty that i am the reason for my misfortunes <laughs> that came out well i don't even care how i don't even care about how it came out Oh, I don't even care about how it came out. Okay, okay. But, like, you know, no one, no one, you know, thank, thank the Lord. No one has been granted, you know, the upper hand, you know, being able to, like, drag me. You know, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, honestly. Actually, this episode came because I was listening to a podcast, yeah? And they were, they were talking about um the Will Smith and Chris Rock Oscar um incident. That dirty slap. That's that's that diabolical bastard slap. That's decky. See, I always like you know we always like use that Twitter phrase. I would deck you, and then you know people have been just telling me I would deck, but I've never actually seen deck. But you know that slap was the visual ex- like representation of deck. Honestly, <laughs> that was a dirty, dirty slap. But you know, 
and i was thinking i feel like if i like if they would ask like chris walk or even jada um what her most embarrassing moment would be i feel like that would be because like the oscars you know but anyways that's not my business i'm not the kind this this place is not for it's not a space to talk about people's dirty business only mine we only talk about my dirty business here so i'm the main character moving on (laughs) um okay let because we're talking about the oscars here let me let me put in here Amine Ibrahim's most embarrassing moments. And the nominees are... You know, I feel like the the, the runner-up... The runner-up... I have a lot of them. I, lo- I have a lot of embarrassing moments. But the runner-up definitely would have to be... So, listen, yeah? If if you have a drink, put it close to you. and Or popcorn, sit and listen to the story, yeah? So, it was the first day of my islamic school no not like the first day the first day would be when i was like three three years old but like i i I got in trouble a lot in my islamic schools i moved so i had to change schools some of the time i would lie to my dad honestly if my dad was is listening to this or my mom my mom is definitely listening to this probably but i don't even care this is a place to share they can't beat me or they might but you know see let's just focus on the topic at hand I used to, like, when I get in trouble, I'd lie and I'd be like, I don't really get what they're teaching in this place and I don't think it's the right place for me. It's kind of toxic for my mental health. And <laughs> I'll play the really, like, you know, card. And because, like, I have this, like, rep in my house, in my family, I'm like this, I'm very enthusiastic to learn. I'm, I, I've always been very enthusiastic to learning. So they'll be like, if I really don't, if I really love learning things and and especially it's about my religion and love love learning about that and then if i if i if I really don't like it here, it must be really bad and they they were they, my my parents are really mashallah love them they support they support you in everything and they want the best for you so they'll be like, okay, okay, definitely we would have to change this place probably and I use that honestly i'm i'm i i I don't even think i'm I feel bad for it I don't feel bad for it. I don't feel bad for it, honestly. I'm supposed to feel bad, but I, but yes, I use that against them. I use that support, and I would really cause a lot of trouble. I'll be in trouble, and I'm, I was, uh, I am, a, I, I feel like I'm a chaotic student. I am a chaotic student, honestly. But the bright side is, I, you know, I, I do get the grades, but then getting the grades, um, you, yeah. Anyways, moving on. So, yes, so I was transferred to this new school, and then you know definitely i like I don't know how it works for you but but it was they just you just we just went me and my dad, and I think my little sister, and then they took the like you know entrance exam, and I passed, and then they were like, "Okay, we'll put you in this class and la- that, like on that day on the spot, I got enrolled. And I and I got shoved into a class. I was wearing my normal house clothes, but I was wearing a hijab, definitely. So, I just picture me, and that was I think twelve year old or thirteen year old Amina. I was literally a slightly obese child, 
and I was moving and I was just, and I was wearing, you know, those Turkish hijabs with the prints and the sequins. I don't know if you get it, but I hope you do get it. So I was there and, you know, I, I came early because, you know, my dad, my dad is always early for stuff. I'm never early for stuff. But I came a little bit early, so there was less people. So I was like, you know what? People were just looking at me, eyeballing me. So I was like, you know, I would just go sit at the back. That would be the best thing. And the the, the, the classes that divided there, the, the, the guys' row, like there's like a row of um seats for guys by the, I think, left. And the, the right, there's the girls' pop section. But it's in the same class, you know, it's like huge, but like, you know, separated, you know, you know, uh huh, you know. So then I was there, I was sitting, minding my own business, being anxious as hell, you know, your girl has anxiety, but I was trying to masquerade it and, you know, mask it and disguise it, you know, really. But I was just there, I was just there, honestly, just minding my own business, writing my journal. I think, I, yeah, I had this like little tiny journal. And then I was just writing in it because it helped me, like, you know, soothe my anxiety and stuff. And people started coming into the class. And then you know how judgy those Islamic girls are? They're like, oh, my God, they're all Tiffany's. They are all Tiff- But what would be, like, a Muslim name for Tiffany? If Tiffany was a Muslim, she would be, um, I think, Tasneem. I think Tasneem's, like, not, not even because of the tea, but I think all, I know, I don't even know a Tasneem, but my, my sister knows a Tasneem, and she says she's pretty judgy. Anyways, moving on. So, we don't have all day. So, they were just looking at me. I stood out because I was just this really round-looking girl. I looked like the circle from Mr. Maker. And I was wearing this white and black sequenced hijab, and I was sitting in the back. And I had glasses. I wore these huge grandma glasses. I don't. My mom chose it for me, and I hated them, but I had to because expensive, you know. So, oh yeah, and by the way, those those were new lenses. Actually, yes, I got them. We just came back from Kanu, and that's where my optician was there. And then, you know, when you get new frames, it's like you you see life in a whole different way, and. And it was just really clear, but sometimes it overwhelms you because you're not used to seeing in that foggy. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was me, yeah. And then the class get started getting full, and then the 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 teacher came in, and he I don't know what happened, but I think he was trying to introduce me to the class, or I was answering something, but I think the class was going on, and. He would. He told me to come up to the front of the class, and apparently the seat that I was had this like I don't know, but it had this railing. But Amina Ibrahim Zema did not see that because she was just anxious. Why would you call me to the front of the class at the front there? And I look. I don't. I look, I'm standing out. I'm standing out, my guy. But then. I went out, and before I knew it. That railing caught my leg and I fell flat. You know, like, let me tell you, you know how you flip a pancake? That's how flat, I fell down. And you know, like, your hijab would just do this, like, the air will enter it and then you're just there. You are looking like, you are looking like Masa. 
I tell you, like, when I tell you flat face like this, I fell down. And everybody was looking at me. I, I swear to God, I didn't even know. I feel like I, I lost consciousness for a second. Because I didn't know what overcame me. I didn't even know what happened. But I know, since the moment I set foot in that class, there was this really ugly looking boy. He was huge. And I think he had repeated that grade for like three years. And he was older than everybody and then he was just laughing and howling and i was and in my in my in my head i was like will you get the fuck out you're sleep- you you have children in this class but you know i heard i heard the teacher was like oh my god and everybody was like he was telling like the, the girls to help me up but omar i couldn't do that you know like your girl you go i was my own downfall now i have to stand up for myself i was like you know what i was like i just put on my hand i was like i'm okay I dusted myself up and I stood. I stood up. I didn't even go to the front of the class no more. I went back to my seat and I sat down and I didn't talk to anybody. Because this was my own. Now me, no look. So what <laughs> definitely. So that was it. It was mortifying to be very, very honest. But one thing is, one thing I've learned for my like numerous 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 embarrassing moments is that it gets forgotten my it doesn't mean nothing i promise you like they say like first uh, impressions count but sometimes they really don't sometimes they do but then sometimes they don't expect like you don't i swear to you they don't because i was running cartels in that school I, I had gangs. I was running that class, you know, bad girl energy. I was running things. I was the bad girl. I, I swear I didn't get into, like, when I got, got into trouble, I would find a way to maneuver things. And, you know, definitely, that's why I'm here. My best attribute is talking. So I would talk my way out of many anything. They're punishing the entire class, but I'd be like, you know, you know, I'll come talk to the teacher. We can work this out. We can work this out. What if I do this instead? And I look at it like, you know, there is nothing you're losing from this deal. I, I think I would be a very, very great broker or a real estate agent, actually, because I can talk and I, I can persuade you into anything. My mom was like, one thing that she doesn't like about me is how I how I persuade her to spend her money on me all the time. Because I would. There's nothing but I was I would make it look like it, it was your it was your idea and you're getting the best out of this deal to be honest. But you know, that is it. And I I I, I was like, you know, the main character in that school and all the girls love me and and I bet you like I I can't even probably they talk behind my back, but nobody talked that to my face. And we're like, you remember when you face when you felt when you felt like a coin? Pwah. No, they didn't. So that was it. And then my second, my second time, my second most yeah, like most embarrassing moment would be um, you know, I think I talked I talked about this once, but I will again because you know you my guys. Um, so when I was in when I was in primary five yes i was in lagos and the name of my school was Ascon, and they and i was a tomboy actually i was a tomboy my mom still yeah she still says i'm a tomboy but whatever so i was playing football with my friends and i had a big crush on this guy his name was casey and he was in my school 
working at school. That was the only time in my life, I swear to God, that I found a, an Igbo guy attractive. But that, that boy was fine, you know. He was doing he was doing the good thing. And I and then we we finished playing. And then and then and then there's this tradition that goes around the school. Like there's this woman who sells really good fried yam with stew. It's good, it's tantalizing. Finger looking finger looking good, let me tell you. So the thing was that you don't eat it in school. You buy it in school, but you eat it a root. Like the flavor adds when you're tra- when you're one you when the when the bus starts and you're just eating. Like the minute the bus starts, foof, that bus will start smelling like that woman's stew and it was mad good. It was mwah, je ne sais quoi. I tell you, it was beautiful. So he, I don't think he bought, he bought, he didn't buy his yam, but me, material got, I had to go get my yam because the bus was like getting loaded. So I went to get my yam and I came back and I had no seats actually. But then I saw him in the middle, but always I sat at the back, you know. So I, I sat at the back because I don't even know because in kind of, I, we were kind of the last people to get like off the bus so i don't want people telling me to scoot over when you're in the front for them to get out so for just you know safety and you know comfort i sit at the back of the bus so then he i saw him waving at me and he was like i got you a seat close to me and i was like oh okay okay but i see you i see you. and then we sat down and i I opened my I opened my yam and I was like, You want some? He was like, sure, we were eating our yam, but then poof. I felt something in my stomach. I felt it. And it was a fart. I'm not gonna lie, it was a fart. And I was like, you know, no. No, I can't do this. Why today of all days? When I'm sitting with the person, like literally when he said I I saved you a seat, I saw our grandchildren. I saw the house will live it. I was going to marry this boy. So why, 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 my village people? Why, why today? <laughs> Anyways, mm, so I I was like, you know what? It's either you, you, it's either you come out and end me, or I end you. Because there's no way, no way <laughs> that this fat will come out when I'm sitting close to this boy. And the, and the boss is like so choked. So I can't even move and go somewhere and, you know, offload that and come back. Whoa. Hey, hey, party girl. I was sweating. You know how you try to hide it. And then it, 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 if, it's, if it's not coming out, the, the, you, you got to sweat. And I was sweating. And he was like, you okay? I'm okay, boo. I'm okay. You know, it's just hot in here. And that yam was hot, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was, I was, oh, my God. It was devastating, man. It was devastating. And, oh, my God. Even thinking about it now. uh, Oh, my God. And then before, before I knew it, it just went down. It went down, and um, well, um, well, um, I need a break. I think I need a break. But okay, I'm just gonna talk. So what happened was, he was like, "You heard that? 
because it didn't make noise, but it smelled. It smelled like a motherfucker. So, oh my god, <laughs> of course, you know, people in this place are uncivilized. He was like, okay, okay, sure. But man, I think you know, but because oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Well, that was it. That that is my most second most embarrassing moment, I guess. And then we went I went off the bus, we didn't talk, but then the next day we were we played football together. We 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 we, we, we were cool. So we forgot about it and we never talk about it. Even if it happened, I'm the only person with the memory possibly. No, I don't even think he remembers me to be honest, because I haven't I don't even know where he is in this life. So that is it, and he's not the one, definitely. So, um, or is he? No, 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 I can't do an evil man. But, you know, that was it, honestly, and people do forget it, even if, I think that's why I also have this really risky way of living life. I just do things, and even though I have anxiety, it just makes it much more easier because I have been to a lot of things that you would think, would just it's better to go dig a hole and live in but I live and it happens and you move on from that even though it's funny sometimes at that point it's not funny it's not funny at all but it, it now looking back at it I can talk about it it's it's just another old story to me I have nothing I move on I'm a better person and that is it that's why honestly just do it and I found this thing I think I would start a segment every time in my podcast. I'll tell you my um um cultic finds. Da-da-dun. Anyways, I found it said you have not yet lived your happiest days. And that's true. Think about how happy you were once and just know you can be much more happier than that. There's gonna be a day that tops that. And number two is, you still have all the remaining time in the world that you have to figure out who you want to be. So you don't actually have to find that out now. And that is nice because that is a story for another day. I will tell you how um, I found my major and now I find real happiness in tech. But in in, in tech, I still... I, I have a, like passion for embedded systems but i still don't know what i want to do in life you know where do i want to work in where like i i have them but right now they're getting smudged and i'm not i'm not i don't have clarity in them but i'm good honestly you live just live your life you know and just know that you can do whatever you want even though you might get embarrassed or you might get rejected Ask that boy out. You know, actually, fun fact, my less um chaotic or my most, my less unsuccessful love dramas happened because I started it with a compliment. I just complimented the guy and I left. And he didn't, I didn't even know his name. He didn't know my name, but we ended up knowing each other again. So that's just it, honestly. Even if you do, you, you move on you move on that's life and we grow and just do so many things that you tell people or you tell your kids or you tell your nieces and your nephews and they would laugh and you laugh and you move on 
and that's the thing about life I guess so in conclusion um this has been a really beautiful episode for me to share I hope you do love it and you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed talking about it and I'll see you in my next episodes and I forgot your poem last week definitely won't you have a poem coming up now after the outro (laughs) bye and stay blessed and you know the other thing bye poem about love and pain. I never thought love was it. I would count pain twice before I'd ever count love as one. Love was never the universal language. Pain is. But this poem is neither about pain nor love. It's about both. Because as much as I know how strong and deeply I loved you, we both ended up hurt. Perhaps Love and pain is precisely the language. Perhaps that's why even though I knew I would break both our hearts, I still felt. I fell incredibly and painfully in love.